Starting with Ezra Hashem, Nazar will begin at, officially today is Lamed Hay, but we're going to begin with a new parak on Lamed Amun Aleph. And it's really one uh, compact sugya, uh, dealing with a little bit of the intricacies of Klal Prat, Klal, or Prat Klal Prat, as we'll have here, and Ruben Miet. So we'll see if we can hopefully try to halve cut. But the first thing the parak is going to begin with is really starting with a din that we're very well familiar with, uh, 30-something days into Nazir, which is that Shloshim Minim Asurim Benazir. That there are three surim when we talk about Nazir. There's Hatoma, Tagachas, and Ayotzim and Agethet. Those are the three restrictions that a Nazir is not allowed to do. He takes on Naziris. He's not allowed to become Mitama Lames. Of course, if he's Mitama Lames, then it's Saiser, his original Yumei Naziris. We spent extensively, we spent a lot of time discussing that in the previous Parakim. Tagachas, he's not allowed to cut his hair. Ayotzim and Agethet. And right, right now, we're going to focus specifically on the Ayotzim and Agethet component. So, that's great products. I think great products are mitzarf. Now, I'll just read the Pasuk. We'll have to quote it a few times here. But the Pasuk says that he nazirs miyayin v'sheicher yazir, which means old wine, new wine. Yayin v'sheicher yazir. Chaymetz yayin is vinegar, v'chaymetz sheicher. V'yishteh. V'chol mishras anovim. Any mishras of anovim. Anovim lachim v'yibeshim. That talks about the grapes themselves. Right? Either moist, regular grapes, or raisins. We'll have to explain what that means. So the point is, the Pasuk is very descriptive as far as which grape products are going to be us. And we're going to learn a lot of different dinim from this. So the first thing we have to know is there's many different grape products. There's the pulp, there's the peel, there's the, there's the pits, there's the, there's the grapes themselves. There's, could be, we could be talking about the part and we're going to discuss today. We're going to get into the, the part of the vines or the branches and, and the olive the, and the leaves, right? So there's a lot of different parts. Um, and the din is that it's going to be mitzarif together. Now, Tosus over here says mitzarifim zeh and he says we're talking about, he specifically leaves out the wine. Meaning all the things listed in the Pasuk, all the foods are mitzarif because zayis. The Mefarish, or Rashi over here, says, Chartan v'yayin v'chaymet. So he'll include the liquids in as well, that it's going to be mitztarfin zeh to a sheer kezayis. And we're going to contrast that with, we're going to have a sheet later in the Mishnah, which is going to talk about that liquids normally follow the share of Revis. But the point is that if you eat them together, we see here, it seems to be a machlekes between uh, the Mefarish and Tesis, whether or not the wine itself, the liquids, will also be mitztarf into that sheer of kezayis. Why, why would it? So, I mean, it's officially a great product. You've got to be mitzarif in it. Right, I'm saying, so what's the tzad not? But the tzad not, it depends on how, if we view it in its serious situation as part of the liquid. As far as what the lumdus is in here, I didn't, uh, beyond the scope. Certainly today, trust me. You're going to want to move. Okay, You're not going to be chayiv until you eat. What's the shear to be mechayiv? That's a kezayis. Okay, Mishnah Rishayna Imeris Yayin. So the Mishnah Rishayna says that when we talk about wine, then it's a Revius Yayin. And that seems to contrast, that fits in line more with, I guess, with what Rashi was saying, that it seems like at the beginning, we're going to discuss this a little bit more later on in the Mishnah. Today, we're going to stay very focused on the Mitzdarfim parts, the different components of the grapes. We're going to get very technical on that. And then what we're really going to have to discuss is, that's the next sheet over here, even if you took your bread and you had a kazayas of bread and you stuck it in wine, so you have very, very little bit of wine. Right? It's siruf. If you go ahead, a little bit of wine is mashlam your kazayas of the bread. It's going to be us. We're going to get into the very famous sugya 
the Mirzashem tomorrow and the next day of Tam Ke'ekar over here. And even though you have a very little bit of wine, Tam Ke'ekar regards to, um, uh, that's, the, that's the predecessor for, essentially, for, for Bittl. Tam Ke'ekar, as far as the Isurim, um, something being usher based on Tam Daraisa. V'chayim ala yayin bifnei, so the Tanakhama holds, it's not really, it doesn't sound like a Chiddush, and Tesis explains it's coming in the next case, but So all the different parts of the grape, you're going to be Chayev for eating one Kazayis of any one of those. The point is, you don't have to eat multiple parts in order to be Chayev. Contrast that with Rebbe Lazar. Ben Azariah, he says, You're not going to be Chayev until you eat two Chartzanim and Azog. Now, what is a Chartzanim? I didn't translate Chartzanim and Azog because what Chartzanim and Azog is is the next part of the Mishnah. Elohein Chartzanim, Elohein Zogim. What is considered Chartzanim and Zog? Chartzanim, Elohachitzanim. So that would be the peel. Vazogim, Elohapnimis. That would be the pits. Okay, so Belozer ben Azariah holds a very specific share. Now, Belozer ben Azariah, the Tanakhama says, Xayas of anything. Belozer ben Azariah says, you have to eat two Chartzanim Bezog, which according to the, the first sheet here is two peels and Zog a pit. He says, no. Here's a simon I'm going to give you to make sure you get it right. Kizug, what is zug? Zug is like a zug. What's a zug? A zug is a bell. Kizug shall behema hachitzain zug. So the outer part is the zug. That's the zug is the actually the peels. Vehapnimi inbal. The inside is the clapper of the bell. That's the inbal. And therefore, he holds that it's the complete opposite. So again, according to the Tanakhama over here, Rabbi Yehuda, Chartzanim is the peels, Zog is the pits, and according to Rabbi Yesi, it's the other way around. Now, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah holds, the Tanakhama says if you eat a kezayis of any one of the great products, you're going to be chayet, kezayis, of Eichel, that's Eser. Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah says, Shnei Chartzanim v'Zog, it's a specific amount. So the Mepharshim explain here that Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah is both a kula and a chuma, meaning that if you, let's say, have more than a kazayis, but you only have one great product, you only have chartzanim, or you only have zag, then you're not going to be chayiv. So that's going to be a kula. But he's also a chumrah, because even if you have less, less than a kazayis, the way to explain it, if you have shnei chartzanim v'zag, which is essentially the complete grape, right? If you break down a grape, there's shnei chartzanim v'zag in a grape, so it's considered a beria. And if it's considered a beria, afilu pachas mi kazayis, you'd be chayiv. So it's both a kula and a chumrah, depending on the situation. Okay, let's discuss the Gemara. Shloisha minim asurim benazer hatoma v'takachas. What we're going to say, we're going to discuss today extensively is is the different parts of the grape. So the the Mishnah said hayyitzim in a gefen in gefen atzmai loy. So we said hayyitzim in a gefen is great products, but it sounds like we're starting right away. We want to figure out the diuk is that it's only yitzim in a gefen great products, but the gefen itself, the vine. Dahainu, as Tosuzuk says here over here, and Rashi says it as well, that we're talking about the lulim and anavim. So what it means is the soft shoots and soft leaves. And I'm saying these things specifically. It's going to become very negay when we learn on the base. So that means it's only the great products themselves. Gefenatzmai, the lulim, lulim and anavim, so the leaves and soft branches. No. Masisin delikar belazar. Now, Mishnah, meaning you're not going to be chayyim for eating the leaves of a grapevine and these soft, the shoots, the lulavim. Masis in the lake of Rebbe Lazar, and that means our Mishnah is not like Rebbe Lazar. The time you Rebbe Lazar, I'm there, afilu alen lulavim mimashma. Rebbe Lazar holds that even if you eat 
lulim alim and lulavim, which alim is leaves and lulavim is the shoots. So semi-edible stuff. It's part really of the branch and not the ikar fruit, but it's edible. Some learn that Rebbe Laws is going on the Seifa. Or this Diyak is only on the Seifa. Okay, so it's just another way to learn a very similar sort of idea. That it's going on the Reisha versus the Seifa. But either way, the Diyak that we are learning is that the Tana of our Mishnah holds that only grape products, it stops at anything to do with the fruit, right? All anything to do with the fruit, not the edible part of the vine. Dehainu, the lulavim, and alan are not going to be included. Rebbe Lazar would hold that the alan and are going to be included. But my so what is the source of the machlekes? Rebbe Lazar darish, riboy umiyit, rabbana darshi, klaliuprati. Now, let's just break this down for a second. Some of this we're very familiar with. So, and we have, there's different places in Shas where there's different Tanayim that hold, that are derish two different ways. So let's just, in the Shlesh Yisimidus, that I'm sure we all say every single day, so in them, of the 13 this is, which is essentially the Yisaitis of the Torah, so there is, we, we see there's something called Klal Upra, Prat Uklal, Klal Uprat Uklal, Klal Uprat Uklal, Prat Uklal Prat. Okay, so those are the four. Now, let's just structurally set this up. So a Prat, if let's say I had something specific, let's, we'll put this, put this in the context over here of our sugya. So the Nazir, the Pasuk says, Miyayin Vishekhar Yazir. That's very specific. That's a Prat. Yayin Vishekhar. Chaymitz Yayin Vichaymitz Shekhar. Anavim Lachim. Anavim Viveshim Lo Yoichal. Those are all Pratim. So the Pasuk starts with a Prat. Then it says, Miko Asher Yeosem Migefen Hayayin. That is. A klal. So it's a prat and a klal. And then the pasuk ends potentially with mechatsanim adzag floyoichel, which is again a prat. So it's a prat, uklal, uprat. Now, for the purposes of our sugya, so we don't get too confused right now, the Gemara will get to at the end what is the difference between a prat, klal, uprat versus a klal, prat, uklal. So what is, what's the difference between the two? But for the purposes of our sugya right now, let's assume they're the same thing. It's this general idea that. The klal is saying include everything. The prat is saying limit me. Now, let's, let's lop off one side. Let's just make sure we understand this. So if, let, if I have a prat and a klal, and the Gemara is going to go through this in the brysa. It's going to be quite a little bit lengthy and wordy. But if I start with a prat and then I have a klal, prat means I'm starting with a limit, and then I open it up unlimited. When I have a prat u klal, the klal says, keep on going on forever. Add everything, unless there's another prat there, which will now limit me again. Okay, klal u prat u klal, a klal tells me everything. A prat will limit me. A bechal mashab a prat will limit me until there's another klal that says open it up. So it'll be very specific only to the specifics listed here unless there's another klal that opens it up. Now, there's an alternate way to be derish whether we talk about prat klal, klal prat, prat klal prat, klal prat Either way, there's another way to be darish, and that is using the concept of riboy miyat. So if we have a klal, prat, klal, you could also have corresponding, you can learn those psukim in riboy miyat, riboy. What's the difference? We have had, the Gemara's had in other places, that a riboy miyat, riboy is, will include more things than a klal, prat, klal. So it's just an alternate way of being darish. Now, in our sugya over here, 
it's a little bit of a mismatch. What's the machlekes? So again, we have Artana says, let's just make sure we're, we're going to try, try to try to track here with the sugya. So Artana says that it's only grape products limited to the fruit that we're going to be included, that you're uh, usher, if you eat a kazayis of them. We're going to exclude lulim, lulavim, alim, and lulavim. Leaves and shoots that are edible but are not part of the fruit themselves. Okay? <clears throat> the Rebbe Lazar will include, will include alim and lulavim that they're going to be usher as well. So what is the machlekes? Rabbanon darshi, klali uprati, the Rabbanon will be will derish the sugya as a klalo prat. Rabbi Lazar darish riboy umiyot. Now, it's not really where you think it's going to go. If you'd stop right here and you have to think about where the sugya is going to go, so we're going to look at the difference between a riboy umiyot riboy, which is generally more inclusive than a klal prat of klal. That's not what's actually going on here. It's a little bit more or a lot more confusing. Essentially, the Rabbanon are going to learn a prat uklal, which on the surface, I'm really going to the end of the sugya here first, just to make sure we're in, a prat uklal. On the surface, the, will be very inclusive. Prat uklal, because prat, you start with specific. Klal says, keep on going. Add everything. So it'll be prat, klal, uprat. And therefore, we're now going to limit it back to a few things. Rebel Lazar doesn't hold of the last prat. Essentially, he holds, he happens to learn this sugya as, as miyat viriboy. But there is no miyat afterwards. So it's not, the machlekes here is not what we sound on the surface, prat, klal, prat, versus miyat, riboy, miyat. That's not the machlekes. It's, according to Reb Elazar, there is no second miyat. And we'll have to explain why. And the answer is going to be because he's going to use the last miyat, mechartzanim anzag, for something else. So the point here is that even though in, normally we say that a klal, prat, or klal, which again, for the purposes of right now, it's the same thing as prat kalaprat, is generally not as inclusive as a riboy or meat, riboy miat riboy. In our sugya, a miat riboy versus a prat uklal, prat uklal would actually be much more inclusive. Prat uklal would include everything. If the way it works out funny is that a prat uklal, because once you say prat, then you say klal, it'll actually keep on going unless there's another prat. Versus, Rebbe is going to learn our sugya as a miyat riboy. So the miyat riboy, because there is no limiter at the end in the form of a prat or a miyat, will include more things. And therefore, according to the Rabbanon, prat, klal, uprat, since I have a prat at the end, I'm going to be limited to great products. And according to Rebbe Lazar, it's it's going to be miyat riboy, and I'll be able to do something more than miyat riboy. I'll be able to do something more than just the great products, meaning even the alo and ulavim, which is what we're trying to figure out. So now let's read it inside. One, one question. Yeah. When you have a miyat riboy and miyat, is it the same as a as a prat Let's assume it's the same. No, 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 no. Miyat riboy. It's a different. It's, it's an alternate way of learning. Now. There is going to be a discussion, and we'll touch on it very briefly, because Gemara is going to ask, according to Rebbe Lazar, where does he know Prado Kala Prado from, even though he's learning this Mi'at Riboy. There are places in Shas where it seems like you either learn one Mahalach or the other. However, the, the place can bring down, it's a big discussion in the Rishonim, whether, and you see it, some, who do we say, that's Rabbi Shmuel Shita. Now, there are other places where it's a little bit muhach. I remember going through, throughout, we've seen throughout, throughout different places in Shas, where it does seem like certain Tanoim 
hold of being darish the Torah one way or another. It's like an alternate set. Which 13 midas are you using? The Pradokal version or the Bibimiyat. However, for the purposes of our sugya, let's keep it more localized because Rabbi Lazar, the Gemara, will go into it. And the, like I said, the Rishonim definitely discuss this here on the page. We're, we're gonna, the Gemara is going to get into understanding where Rabbi Lazar, even though right now we're saying that he holds Bibimiyat, where does he learn Pradokal Prat, Pradokal Prat, or Kal Pradokal Prat? Okay, so now let's see. So again, the point is, our Mishnah seemed to be saying, I just want to make sure we're holding we're cup over here, that our Mishnah seemed to be saying that the time of our Mishnah holds that it's limited, the Isser Kazayas is limited to great products, not Alun Lubavim. Rabbi Lazar says, even Alun Lubavim. So what's the Machlekes? Micah Mithlagi. Rabbi Lazar Darish Riboy Umiyat. Rabbanan Darshi Kali Uprati. Rabbi Lazar Darish Riboy Umiyat. Miyayin Vishaychar Yazir. That is a Miyut. So we're gonna, it's going to expand it. So we start with very limited. So hakol. Now what does that mean? Hakol is really not exactly hakol. It doesn't mean everything under the sun. It means why my riba. Riba kol mili. My miyot. Miyot shabishta. So the point is, is that riba hakol would tell me anything to do with a grape. The vines, the branches, it would really tell me everything. What, so what's the point? Because again, in format, what we understand is when we start with a limiter, and a, a, either be it a prat or a miyot, and then we go to a riboy, a klal or a, uh, a riboy, right? We go to something that now expands it. It would explain it, expand to be everything. So now we have to go back and say, okay, well, that original limiter has to count for something. What's it counting for? So it's going to be memayet shabishta. Which is, Rashi here says, Shabishta is <coughs> uh, vines themselves, so like hard branches. And you have to also say, to understand the Gemara later, hard, call it hard stuff. Shabishta means hard things, inedible. So the point is, it says specifically, we have all the Pratim, or the Miyot. Then we have a Reboy which says everything. But the Miyot has to count for something, so it's going to exclude... Hard stuff, branch, hard branches or hard leaves, but alam and lulavim, which are soft, it will include in the iser of yayin, and that is the way Rabbi Lazar is going to let it. Rabbanan darshi prati. It's a klalu prat in the form of a prato klalu prat. That's why it's a little confusing because definitely very much lashon nazar mishuna. If you're learning the words of the Gemara, you're lost, right? Klal darish klalu prati. In what form they use the rules of klalu prat? In what form a prato klalu prat? How does that work? Miyayin v'sheicher yazer, that's the prat. That's wines. Mikol asher yeos emigefen ayayin klau. Mechartzonim v'adzog chazaru parat. So that's a prat again at the end. Klau prat. Pratu klau prat. Pratu klau prat. Yat dan elke ena prat. So we have to be done it like the prat. Maha prat mefurash pri upsilis pri. Just like the... Now, I, 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 before I continue over here. So Rabbi Lazar, again, he doesn't hold of the last prat or miyot. Doesn't matter. Doesn't hold of the last limiter, which is And again, the, the difference really in our sugya here is less about, it does play a little bit, but less about miyot ribui miyot versus prat kal prat. It's more about the fact that Rabbi Lazar only learns two. There's a miyot and a ribui. So that means be marbim much more things because there's no miyot at the end. And according to Rabbanon, there's a miyot at the end. It's a prat kal prat. Now, why, according to Rabbi Lazar and Rashi, 
Rashi does point this out. Why, according to Rabbi Lazar, is there no meat? Because he's going to hold like Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, who holds that one of you chayiv, if you have two chartsanim and one zug, you're going to be chayiv. So he uses the pasuk of mechartsanim and zug, which is, looks like our last prat, or our last meat, our last limiter in the pasuk. So he doesn't have that limiter because for him, he's using that to tell me the din that you're not going to be chayim until you eat two chartsanim and zug. Fine. So now, Prado Kalu Prat, like we're in the middle of, Prado Kalu Prat, Yadan El Ke'ena Prat, Ma Prat, Mefurish, Pre Upsilus Pre, just like the Prat is a Pre Upsilus Pre, Af Kol Pre Upsilus Pre. Now we're going to have to explain this. Pre, right, that's the Anovim Lachem Yvation. Psilus Pre is going to be other parts. Okay? So, Imaha Prat Mefurish Pre Gummer. Aye, but the thing is like this. So we're saying, that will include, with a prat, kalu prat, will include things that are even pre upsilus pre. The problem is that if you look at the prat, what did the Pasuk say? All we have, we don't have psilus pre, all we have is pre. Okay? It doesn't talk about psilus pre. Af kol pre gomer amrit. The pasuk says in Cain, my niyach Well, the fact that we do, we darshan it in a prat kol prat. If you say that the klal is going to only include things that are so like the prat, dahainu peiros. Well, the problem is the pasuk already listed all peiros. So then the klal isn't coming to be meisif anything at all, because everything that if you're going to be that limiting on what your prat is. The Pasuk already spoke out all those things individually. So what's the Midah? What's the Lima coming to tell me? So Amru, Anavim Lachem Yivashim, Haksivi. Well, right? Looks good grapes. Says grapes. Yayin Mechaymetz, Haksivi. That would be your pre. So Elamai, it must be, Ha'ein Alecha Lodun Kolashin Achrayim. So it must be that we can't stick to the fact that the Prat Klau, Uprat being Moisef, Ke'ena Prat, is only Lashin Achrayim, Dahainu Pri Gomer. It can't only be things like grapes and wine and vinegar because those are all it's in the basic like Elokolash and Rishayim. It has to be Marba also pre Upsilus pre Sheseifinu the rabbis called Davar Ma Tamalar Mechatzanim Vadzog. Okay, so then what does the Chatzanim Vadzog come to tell me? Okay, so what is the point of the Chatzanim Vadzog? Meaning, so again, let's just look. It's very much in, if you look at the mechanism or the technicality of this. So we're in the Rabbana. There's a Prat Kalu Prat, which means we started with. Yayin v'sheichar yazir, chaymitz yayin, anavin lachem yedeshin, pre. Okay? Then we added kalal. The Pasuk says, mikol asher So the Gemara was trying to understand the b'risa, which we're going to requote all this in a second. We're trying to understand, okay, maybe you'll say that the kalal, the inclusion here, where I'm going to kick it up and include more things, is limited to things that have to be peiros. Well, that can't be, because everything, yayin, chaymitz yayin, anavin, is already listed in the Pasuk. So the kalal will tell me, Add, go outside of the pre itself and add even what we said was Elokoloshin Rishain that it's kol pre upsilus pre. Now, but, um, but I thought that the, the general rule is the rule is that, that when you have a cloud prime, the, the cloud only includes the prime. When you have a cloud prime, but this is a prime cloud. I thought you said So we start, say. well, I'm saying, the, no. The prat klal prat versus klal prat klal will end up being the same for a sugya. But the way they work, what starts first, meaning prat klal and klal prat are very different. It's the klal prat klal versus prat klal prat when you have it bookended on both sides. Okay? So now, 
for the purpose of our circuit, we started with Prat. Then we have a Klal. What we're saying is that it can't be that the Klal is limited to payrise because all the payrise are already listed. So the Klal must include everything. Well, if it's including everything, now we're trying to say, so then if so, well, the Pasuk says, that's a limiter at the end. What it means is when you have a Prat Uklal, you'll continue expanding that Klal until where? In other words, don't limit what your Klal does. Your Klal keeps on going. It keeps on spinning until where? Until now, this is a prototypical example that when you have a prat, klal, prat, that unless you have that prat at the end, we're going to actually include everything. And the Gemara is going to explain this later when we try to understand the difference between prat, klal, versus riboy, miyot. And the answer, and I'll clue you in at the end, is that a prat, uklal, would even include inedible stuff. If you just had a prat, uklal, it would even include hard branches, hard leaves. Because the Rabbana learn our sugya, they hold of the second prat, prat klal prat. So then the prat says, "Oh, there's another limiter, limiter there. Okay, then it's not going to be the hard stuff. So right, it's not going to be the hard stuff. It's not going to be the lulav. It's not going to be the lulav. It's not even going to be the soft stuff. It's only going to be the edible stuff. So again, the prat will say pre specific fruits or yain chametzayin. The klal says expand it to everything." Because it just continues going. The second prat says, no, 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 we're coming back to Mechatzan and Vadzad. It's got to be pre, upsalus pre. That's the Rabbanon. Meaning, not things that wouldn't be a pre, upsalus pre. Not lulam, not alim velulavim. Not even soft shoots. And for sure not hard shoots. But again, without that last prat, with just the klal, it would include even the hard branches and the hard leaves. Stuff that's inedible. And also than a reboy. So Rebel Lazar, when I just have a meat and a reboy, that's only going to be marbe, the soft inedible stuff. Why? Not the hard inedibles. That's what the Gemara says. These are, these are rules. So oh. here we don't necessarily ask questions. But the Gemara is going to say this at the end. And that's why Rebel Lazar, for the purpose of our sugya, and that's, and that's why it's going to make sense that the Gemara is going to go into saying, where does Rebel Lazar know Prada Kal Prada from? Because he, when he uses over here meat and reboy, it's, a, it's actually less inclusive then a prat uklal. Right, okay? Which normally, when we learn kal prat uklal right. versus riboy me riboy, we say that a riboy me riboy includes more. Okay. Correct. Okay. Amar amar. Ma prat mefurish pre upsalus pre. So let's go. We're just going to really just go into this brisa. So, okay. We understand what we need to understand structurally. Now we just have to pull out one detail. What are we marbra? What are we mind? But the point here is the structure, which I think we have a good understanding of. Amar amar. Ma prat mefurish pre upsalus pre. That it's a, the prat is a pre upsalus pre. Afko pre upsalus pre. What is a pre? Pre is envy. That is the grapes. Psalus pre, what's that? Mahi chaymets. That's the psalus, right? That's the liquid that comes out. The psalus, right? You, t- you leave the vinegar and then it ferments. Sorry, you leave the grape, the grape stuff and then it ferments. So that is wine vinegar. Afkol pre, mahi gurhaki. So what is the afkol pre? What are we coming to be marbe? Gurhaki is unripe, unripe grapes. Afkol psalus pre, mahi. What are we marbe? Marav kahana, lisui inve dichrin. Okay, which Rashi says wormy. Rashi and Tessus both say wormy. Anavim shehitzliu. Wormy uh, grapes. Other Mepharshal learn this. Other ways. But the point is, the point is that we just, very technically, we understand the thing, but it's going to be limited in the Rabbanon because I have a prat called prat to things that have to do with the fruit themselves. So if it's a little wormy, if it's unripe, fine, that's fruit. It's not the ideal fruit, like listed in the buzzer, but it's not going to be in the Rabbanon alim and lulavim, even the edible ones. Okay, the zog. So what is the viad zog that says at the end? 
Okay, and Rashi here learns is the stuff in between the peels and, and, and the pulp, um, or the peels and the pits. The Rush actually learns um, that it's means little grapes that get stuck in between the bigger grapes so they don't see sunlight. And therefore, they don't get ripened at all because they never see the sunlight. But again, we're being marba things that are, the point is, in the Rabbanon, once I have my, once I have my prat, kal uprat, it has to be limited to things that are Related something to do with the grapes themselves, not edible parts of the vine. Amar mar, ma prat mefurish pri gamar pri, af kol pri, ima prat mefurish pri gamar, af kol pri gamar, amrit, imkain. So the question is, Again, the point is, once you say, this is just going back to the part of the Brisa to tell us that maybe, the Gemara tried to say that maybe you're limited to the fruit itself when you have just a prat uklau. Mei that the klau can go past the fruit. So the Gemara, right, this is the Brisa said, Then what did it leave out that it didn't tell you? Again, the Allah it said, This is a direct quote of the price that we just read. That we can't go ahead and add Lashon Achrin, which is pre Gummer, It must be that we're being Marba pre Upsilus pre, which is what? Like we just said, these wormy grapes, the unripe grapes, okay, must be that. So again, this is a quote of the Bryce uh, trying to understand. So what's the purpose? What role does the final prop play? That any time you find a prat uklau, you can't limit it to the prat at all. So again, we're, we're repeating this in here. When you have a prat uklau, you can't limit the cloud to the prat at all. It'll continue. Okay, until, like, like we did over here, now, so the problem is like this, and we explain it. So according to the Rabbanon, let's just take stock of where we're at. Prat, kalu, prat, I have that mechartan and badzog, second prat, and therefore I'm going to limit it to grapes only, not alamulam, certainly not it's edible parts of the vine, and certainly not the inedible parts. According to Rebbe Lazar, we learn, according to Rebbe Lazar, we learn miut ribui, okay? There is no second miut. Like I've said, Rashi points out that he holds like Rebbe Lazar Benazariah, which he doesn't, doesn't mean Rebbe Lazar Benazariah have to hold like him, but he holds like Rebbe Lazar Benazariah, and therefore, there is no second miut, and therefore, he is going to learn miut ribui that tells us to include not just grape, products and stuff from the grapes themselves, but also the edible parts of the vine, the alam the lulav. Now, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah held mechart san and vadzav, which means we're trying to understand in the Rabbanon, if Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah holds like the Rabbanon, then we're going to have a problem because he uses the second miyot to tell me that you're not going to be chayev until you eat two chartsan and azav, which we'll have to understand why he learns that limot here in a second. But the point is, that's what he does. So according to him, you're not going to have a prat, klal, uprat, which Gemara is now trying to address. So now, where is he going to have a prat? So the simple answer is, no problem. He holds like Rebbe Lazar, darish which you're limiting Rebbe Lazar ben Azariah because there is no... Now Rebbe Lazar, like I said, definitely has to hold uh, Rebbe Lazar ben Azariah. But the, the question is, does Rebbe Lazar ben Azariah have to hold like Rebbe Lazar? And the Gemara says on the, on the first answer, yes, or maybe not. Hold on a second. 
And yet, and yet, and yet it could still be that he holds, he can use the Mechartzan of Azov to tell me two things. Number one, it's a prat. And number two, that you're not high until you use Shekhar of Azov. How? That if you only tell me, tell me Rabbi Lazar, Ben Azariah, if you only want to tell me it's one liba, Lichtebarachmana, like this. If the all the Torah wanted to tell me, the question is, why did he list, according to, where Lazar ben Azariah is able to say that if you look at this, really this should have been with all the other products. Why is it put at the end of the Klal, all the way at the end. Why is it separated from the other Pratois? So he's going to say, right, again, if it's just coming to tell me the din that you're not going to be high until you eat Shei let it be with all the rest of the Pratim, with all the other Pratim over there, why is it after the Klal? Okay, then it's coming to tell me that it's a klal uprat, dahainu, a prat uklal uprat. And that's why we separate it out. Now, so now we're asking, in well, okay, good vart, such a good answer. Maybe that's the only thing. Mechitesi, the Rebbe Benazaria is able to learn anything else out of it. So the Gemara again, basically, what, how, where does Rebbe Lazar Benazaria learn his din that you're not going to be chayim until there's two chartzan and azam? In kein lichtava oi. Chartzanim, you have to take out shnei. Oi, right? If you look at the, well, it's very interesting lashon. Think about this for a second. The pasuk says mechartzanim. That's plural. Zog, singular. Well, if if it's true, <coughs> stylistically, the Torah. If there's nothing to learn from here, if we're not learning anything, and what we're saying is a kazayas from any great product, including anavim, including peel, including chartzanim and zogim, it should have said chartzanim vezogim. Or Eicharzim Vizag. So either list it singular or plural, but keep it uniform. Either it should be Charzanim Vizagim or Charzan Vizag. And it would just be like any other great product that you'd be Chayev in a Kazayas, if that's true. Charzanim go together. That's the way to And therefore, exactly. Why is the Torah coming to say Charzanim Vizag to tell you that what? A grape is comprised of a Charzanim Vizag. LMI, why am I saying Khartan Vadzog? Oh, it's, so it's not a Kazaya of any grape product. It's specifically, you're not going to be chayav until you eat a grape, Dainu Khartan Vadzog. And that's Shmamina Lamidrish Bay, Klaal, okay, Shmamina Lamidrish Bay, Klaal Prat, which is the Prat Klaal Prat, and the Ikanami Lamidrish Bay, Achechoshen Khartan Vadzog. So the answer is from the style, I can learn one thing, and from the placement, I can learn another thing. So Belazar and Azariah, again, Rebelazar definitely has, he doesn't hold of the second meal. So he's going to have to learn like Rebbe Lozer and Isaiah. Rebbe Lozer and Isaiah, he could hold like Rebbe Lozer, or he could also hold like the Rabbanon. And the answer is I can learn two things from the Prat. One, from where it's placed, and two, from the style, that's where the Iker Liman is from, the way that the Torah addressed it. Now, the Torah, now the, the Gemara is going to say like this. Okay, so we, we got this. The Rabbanon hold Prat Kal Prat. Therefore, we're limited to grape, not anything that's not part of the grape product. The Hainu, not Alam Lulavim, and certainly not even soft. Edible, certainly not hard. Rabbi Lazar holds, we learn, which is going to be just, which is going to be, which will include, it's more inclusive because there's no last 
mean at the end, and it will include the alim vilulavim. Now the question is, Rabbi Lazar, did Darish miat v'riba prat uklal prat minale? Where does he know prat uklal prat? Now I mentioned this before. In other places in Shas, Mechetesi, and the Rush actually points this out. The Rush says maybe he doesn't have to. Enechanami, the Gemara is saying it could be the Rabbi Lazar everywhere in Shas holds. I I learn stylistically these midos as riba miat riba miat riba whatever it is that I don't. But we had an opportunity to ask, could it be the Rebbe Lazar also holds that? But in a Hanami that he doesn't have to, Tesis answers it based on, there's other places where it's going to create problems in Rebbe Lazar if he doesn't learn Pradokal Prat. So we just want to know, where does Rebbe Lazar know this, these dinim of Pradokal Prat? Look at the following puzzle we had a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago in Parshas Mishpatim. So this is saying if a person gives his friend something to watch, and like the dinim of a shaymer, that the shaymer, the person, the watcher, the gardener is going to be responsible. So it says, that's a prop. Very specific types of animals. The chol behema, that's a klal. Any animal to watch. Lishmar is another prat. Chazer prat. Prat will call prat. What's the prat? The prat is like this. The prat is that originally the Pasuk says you're going to be chayiv. Your friend's going to be chayiv to watch certain things. Chamar or is a klal. You give him any, a prat, sorry. You give him specific animals to watch. Klal, you give him any animal to watch. What's the second prat of Lishmar? That's telling me only, he's only going to be chayiv for an animal that is guardable, that's watchable. But if you give him a bear... That is not watchable. It's not guardable. So it's another prat. Okay, chazer prat kal prat kat get in prat. Okay, that it's only going to be keena prat, meaning any animal that is guardable, your friend will be chayev if something happens under his guard. Rava Amar, Rava says I'm going to learn according to Rabbi Lazar this dinim of prat kal prat from a different place. Rava Amar nafkalei me high from the different different pasuk. The im min. Now this is talking about by oila. So what animals can a person bring for an oila? The im min. That's a prat. Hatsoin, that is now a klal, because soin means flock, right? It's more included. The im min is min, im, min, very limiting. Soin <coughs> is klal. Kivasim ve'izim, it says later, that is chazru prat. Prat klal prat, yet done elokeena prat. Okay, now the way Rashi, I'm going to go with here with the way Rashi learns it. This is a little bit different from Shah, but like this. If I just had a im min, that's telling me I could only bring the im min, limiting. Soin. Any sign, any animal, even an animal that was a reva, a nirva, a muksa, yusra, the zara, that it, was, it, it had relations with a person, meaning the worst kind of abominations that happened to the animal, sign, any sign, klal, like we said, frat uklal will include everything. So what's the minakvasim anayizim? What's the second prat over here? That's going to say that no, not any isra that was done with it, but some isra. Meaning, it, the claw will help to say that, let's say, for instance, this animal was used on Shabbos to plow. You can still bring it as a carbon. Let's say this animal, so minor isurim, not major isurim. Not, right, not nirva, muktza, that not. Okay, so that is how we're learning from here. Now, I'm going to be hearing me this character. That's how Rabba learns, according to Rabbi Lazar, that there's a concept of prat, uklaw, uprat. Now, I'm going to be kra. If you're breaking up that pasuk, why don't you break it up differently? Say, min is, ve'im min, that is prat. Habehema, not sain. Say, habehema is klal. Now, what do you get over behema, as a klal of behema versus sain? Behema would include chaya and navy, right? Ve'im, that's limiting. 
Mina behema, that's even a chaya, klal, bakar v'tzayin, chazer uprat, prat, klal prat, yatayin, in elaka in a prat, and be memayet only chaya. But maybe everything else would be okay. Right? Maybe the whole prat, klal prat, <laughs> since the klal would be in, come to include even any animal, even a chaya, no matter what happened to it. And then the prat would just say, no, it has to be behema. But everything else, no matter what happened to it, that would still be in play. That would still be okay. So the Gemara says, Amr Lei, Rabbi says, one, one second, Min hai lekele mishma mina. Di'ime ha'asam, if you learn from there, haba mina ha'behema, what is the ha'behema coming to tell me? Now, I can't promise you that the way I'm learning this Gemara is correct, but I also, prove me wrong, okay? I, I can't, lush and nazar mishona, and I'm, this is, yeah, this, this, is a little, this is a little bit of a challenge. So now, no, what I mean over here is like this. So now, Rabbi is coming back to Rabbi Huda mi diskarta, it'll make, it'll, it'll make the Gemara flow. Now, whether, if it happens to be incorrect, then good luck trying to find another shot. But uh, he just said, right, Rabbi said that I'm learning the im min, hatsain, that's coming to, the claw the, the might have come to include any, no matter what was done to this animal, and then, Kvasim um, Anaizim limits it back to only, for instance, minor Isurim, right? That the animal was used in Isur, but not the major ones, Reba, Nirva, etc. <clears throat> the other, Reb Yehuda, me Descarta, comes to Rabba and says, well, one second, why don't you include, have the inclusion being also Chaya, and then the exclusion, the second prod at the end, coming to say not Chaya, and therefore it would still include anything Isur that was done to it. And to which Rabbah is saying like this, I'm going to Okay? So he would say that the, pro, the problem that Rabbah comes back and says, you can't learn it that way. Because you can't use, if behema means chaya, then you can't, you can't prod it away. You can say what type of animal, no matter what was done to the animal or what is surim, it's still an animal. But if you're telling me that the definition of behema is also a chaya, then the prat can't come to exclude the klal itself. Behema is a behema and a chaya. So the prat can't come along and chop off chaya. No, that's part of behema. That's what the klal was there for. Elamai, so your whole, that's why I can't learn, says Rabbi back to Rabbi Huda, that's why I can't learn the prat klal prat the way you learn it. Amar now Rabbi Huda Midiskarta argues. He says, chaya b'chal behema. You're telling me the chai is b'chal behema? That is a bit mea. Haksiv bakar v'tzoy. You never had the right to, in, to say that behema in this situation means even chaya because the Torah already told you bakar v'tzoy. So you were only limited any behema that's, any behema that's bakar v'tzoy. That's where you can say any yisr, etc. Okay? V'havalei prat v'chal, prat v'yadvane l'kena prat. Now, period. Hard period. According to the rush, this goes back to the Rabbana. And what we were trying to ask is, let's go back to the very beginning. We learned Prat Kal Prat. Where do we know this idea of Prat Kal Prat from? Basic. Except because for the purposes of our sugya right now, Prat Kal Prat is the same as Klal Prat Kal. The Gemara is actually going to say, where do I know Prat Kal Prat? I know it from a Klal Prat Kal. Uminalan. Where do we know this idea in the Rabbana that you could be Dirish in this stylistic format of Prat Kal Prat? The Hachihu, the Tanya, the Pasuk says, is by Meister Shemi. No, no, no. Yeah, but how, where do we see that you, where do we see this in play? Okay? So the Pasuk says, and we're going we're gonna to answer it by bringing another one, because it is 
So it should be this person is not him. Fine. But the time, the pasuk on meiser sheni. So we know the dinner of meiser sheni. A person takes off his meiser sheni money. Now he has too much grain. Well, the idea is you're supposed to take the grain up to Yushalayim and eat it there. Now if you can't, you're putting that onto money. So now you get to Yushalayim, you have your money. What could you use that money on? What could you use that money for? You can't just buy whatever you want. What could you buy? Pasuk says anything you want. So it starts with a call. Yeah, you could use it for anything. Whoops, not anything. Haha, just kidding. It's not anything. It's limiting. Only use it for whatever you want. Again, a call. That's a classic call product. Calls for call. Call for product. Mahaprat meforish premi previ gedulei karka. That is going to include a premi previ gedulei karka. Af call me pre. Af call me premi previ gedulei karka. It's going to be, and we generally say it refers to animals. What type of animals will include an, even an oif? That's generally the way we learned it. The Gemara in Erevin learned this. Okay, but the point is, it's going to be generally used for animals. Premi, premi, gedule, karka. And not, you can't use it for anything. You can't just use it for whatever you want. You can't buy a car. Mechti. Now like this. Klal uprat uklal ke'en prata dayinon. So this goes back to something we had in the Brisa back on Lama Dalai Lama base. Klal uprat uklal ke'en prata dayinon. Klala basra mayahani. So what does the last call do? It comes to la sufe kol dedamule. So let's just write, let's just understand this. If I would have, a klal pratu klal is essentially a klal uprat, which is ein bechal elomashra prat, severely limited. So what does the last call do? It will open it back up. Visu, prat uklal uprat ke'ena pratin dayinon. Prata basra mayahani law. Okay, so what does the last prat do? I would have said, like we explained, that it would just continue prat uklal everything, include everything. Okay, so I need the last prat. Now, umechti, train klali uprati, but train prati uklala kein prata dainon. So now we're basically going to address this last thing, which is we have a prat kal prat and a kal prat kal. So Mihti, train Kali, that's a Kal Prakal, with train prati to Klawa, Kain Prata Dayina. So essentially they're the same thing. A Klaw Prat Klaw, when you get when you get down to the end, however you got there, whether you started with a Klaw Uprat and then had a Kal, or you started with a Prat and Kal and then had a Prat and then had a Prat, you're essentially the same thing. My Ika Baini Baini. So what's the difference between a Klaw Prat Kal and a Klaw Prat Kal and a Prat Kal Prat? Ika Diilu Tartin Klali Uprate. If you had two klalim and a prat, meaning klal prat klal, that even if it's only similar to it in one way, you would be marbe. Tre prati v'klala, if you had prat klal prat, i'ita prati t'dami m'shet tzadim marbinam, that only if it's like it in two tzadim, v'chad tzad lo'i marbinam. Okay, so let's keep this simple. I don't want to plug in because you're going to run into issues if you try plugging in the most recent Klal Prat Klal. Good luck. But if you don't plug it in, very simply, a Klal Prat in Klal is more inclusive by nature and therefore the, you only, you, the Prat is going to include anything that is, we're going to include in that anything that's like the Prat even from one side. A Prat Klal Prat is less inclusive and therefore in order to include it in, it would have to be like it in Tutsdaden. Like in our case, what do we say? The Lushen that we use on Lamadal on Bay is what we said, Af Kol Pri Upsilus Pri. Right? So it has to be Daima 
like it in two ways. Kol pri, upselis pri. As opposed to one way. Okay, so that's a prat, klal, prat needs to be done in state stadim. Now, michti, prat, so let's go, now we're going to go back to this one last piece that just falls into place, which we already spoke out. So again, according to the Rabbanon, michti, prat uklal, nasa klal moisev ala prat. So if you have a prat uklal, the klal is moisev, the israbi kolmini, umiyot veribay nami riba hakol, the israbi kolmini. So we're asking that essentially a prat uklal should be the same as a miyot ribuy. Both of them now, I started with a limiter, and now I put on a ribuy in the form of a klal or a ribuy, but either way I put that on. Now we know when it goes prat klal that it would continue going, it would include everything, not, it would include everything. So what's the difference? My ika be miyot ribuy le prat uklal, ika ilu prat uklal, even if you, if you just had a prat uklal, like the Rabbanon, but without that last prat of Mechatzan and Badzon, Marbina nafilu alin v'lulavim, you have to explain this, that we're talking about even alin v'lulavim v'shabishta, meaning soft stuff and hard stuff. Nasha nazim mishana. There's no other way to understand this Gemara. That if you add just a prat uklal, we spoke this out, it would include, again, once the Rabbanon had a prat klal prat, we limited it to things that are Products of the grapes themselves. How far? Wormy grapes. Unripe grapes. That would be included. Prat kal prat with only, but nothing past the grape or anything to do with the grape product. If I would have just had a prat kal, I would have included not just the alun lovin that are edible, but also the hard ones. So prat kal marbina nafilu alun lovin that are inedible. Tyson says the alun over here, we're talking about the other alun. Umiyot, I would just, if you wanted to make it, if you wanted to really make it make sense, you say, hard stuff, okay? Umiyot v'riboy, lulavim in alen loy. That you have to say, it's lulavim, yes, and lulavim, which is shoots, and soft alen. Alen loy, meaning hard alen. Essentially, if you wanted to put this into words to keep it stylistically formatted, for what we had earlier, I would change this last alan to shabishta. I didn't see anybody do that, so I don't want to go ahead and do that myself. But the point is that a prat uklau alone would include everything, not just the soft parts of the vine, but even the hard parts. And if I just have a riboy, if I just had any meat, but riboy, it's not going to actually be, even though, like we said, riboy meat riboy is more inclusive than a kal prat uklau, when it comes to miyat v'riboy versus pradu klal, klal, pradu klal would be add everything, even the inedible parts, versus miyat v'riboy will only add the edible parts, the, the lulavim and soft alan and not the hard ones.